Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. I am one of your co-hosts, Christian Hoffer. I am joined, as always, by Megan Peters. This is true. I am here. And you know who I'm not joined by? Jim. Freaking Jim. Hey, sometimes we got those post-Super Bowl, you know, we just got, we just got to take a time. Not that I, I like legitimately forgot yesterday was the Super Bowl and saw it until I started to see like gifts of Rihanna <laughs> on Twitter. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is uh, sadly, uh, we are without Jim today. He shall return stronger, better, hopefully not too disappointed about the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, well, I don't think he has any, you know, horse in the race. He's like a Giants or a Jets fan or something like that. So he, See, I he just does. like don't even know team names. I really need to educate myself so I don't just sound entirely ignorant. But here I am. <laughs> yeah. the The important thing was was that we got to see a like pregnant Rihanna hoisted up above the air. And, and, like, and the stage looks like a Super Smash Brothers. Love it. It it looked like a Super Smash Bros. thing. It was. I, I, I will say this: we're we're apparently just going off on tangents, but that's we, how we, we start this show, everyone. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. listen. You know the drill. Uh, you know, I I it was really funny. I went to a, a Super Bowl party, um, and we were watching the halftime show, and so my wife, you know, was there, and she immediately goes, "Rihanna's pregnant," um, and everyone's like, "No, she 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 was already pregnant," and Darcy's like. No, no, she's she's still pregnant. And so we're watching it. And, you know, and Rihanna looks fantastic. She's she's kicking butt as she always does. But I did notice that that compared like compared to like what she usually does for performances, like everyone else is like freaking losing. It, and she's like, yeah. Eh, mm-hmm. And I'm like that. That is kind of like the dance moves of a of a of a pregnant woman, like which all power to her. Like I that that's a first Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw a, uh, I think it was a tweet or a TikTok or something. And it said that that was the most like American part of the entire, you know, Super Bowl situation. It wasn't the, wasn't the game itself, but the fact that it showed a, you know, the, the strength of a woman working while pregnant yeah. <laughs> in America. And I was like, mm, that maternity mm. leave. But yes, it was uh, excellent. But- Sadly, no Pokemon no. Uh, did appear at the Super Bowl. We can all be I- sad about it now. I was really hoping, but unfortunately not. Um, but you know, this this is a Pokemon podcast, and um, contrary to know, popular belief, <laughs> that is what this podcast is about. Uh, and uh, you know, we talk about all the Pokemon things. 
Uh, you know, we talk about the Pokemon anime when we're going to be talking about that a bit. We're going to be talking about uh, the Pokemon games. We're going to be talking about the Pokemon, I don't know, Pokemon stuff. Uh, I actually have some breaking news about the Pokemon stuff that we'll cover breaking here. Breaking news? Yeah, breaking news. I'm, I'm trying to decide if I should go and read the three reviews that we did uh, that we got last week because five star reviews on Apple Podcasts is the best way to support the show. Um, and we have three new, you know, five stars uh, reviews that we could we could do, or we could jump into the breaking news about something that you know might be uh, like a, a hazard to entire cities involving Pokemon. Uh, oh, oh no! I just said uh, I feel like just for it's just like a public safety announcement, we have to do the breaking news then. Okay, well, breaking news: the Pokemon Company has just teased. Uh, you know those massive plushes that they come out with every once in a while that are yes. like that are incredibly expensive, but I still want them. They're making a Waylord one. Oh, <laughs> how? I don't how know. Like, I think this be... thing is going to be the size of a city. That better qualify for free shipping at the Pokemon Center. I'm sure it does, or else the shipping on that thing is going to be like a hundred dollars. Like that has to be the biggest one they've done yet. And they've done ones that are like, Almost five feet tall. Yeah, I I don't know how this thing is going to work. Um, Is it going to be like a mattress, like a king sized mattress or something? Like this, like it better be the size of like a freaking room. Like so, they've all they did was literally just as our show was starting, the Pokemon Company posted a uh, posted a teaser on their Twitter, and it's just a close up of a whale lord, like plushy whale lord. And like, uh, you know, I think that means like, you know, if you have an extra room in your house that's not being taken up by a Snorlax, um, you know, uh, you can fill it with a whale lord uh, instead. Require multiple rooms, honestly. I, I don't even know how it's going to work. Yeah, I've seen it. So when I went to London last year for the Pokemon World Championships, they were selling a bunch of them, and people were like carrying them and like dragging them behind them it was like watching yeah, they're the size of humans like the yeah. arcanine one that they came out with <laughs> yeah like it's the arcanine like, one is like the size of a freaking horse man yeah it's like huge it it's is so big it is ridiculous so i don't know like this i i do not know how whale lord you know canonically the largest pokemon uh in the pokedex uh is is going to going to fit in there you know, like I, I do not know. Like, oh, this is like a one to one hundredth scale whale. It lord. would have to be. That thing is massive. Yeah, but you know, uh, props, props to whoever in the uh, you know merchandise department decided that. Yeah, you know, let's go crazy in twenty twenty three. Let's let's get weird. Let's do a whale lord plush. Like all power to them, man. I mean, hey, I'm just surprised that they haven't done like more life-sized like Eevee and Eeveelution plushes because people would pay out the was I mean oh, yeah. me being one of them uh to get Vaporeon. But uh that is that is certainly breaking news. That, uh I am looking forward to hearing more about that because I can only imagine that thing's gonna be like five hundred dollars. Oh, hundred percent. It's gonna be there's, there's I, it might no be way. more depending on how much stuffing's in the thing. We might yeah. have a stuffing shortage later this year due to the whale lords getting produced. Yeah, it's gonna it have man, I can't even I'm I'm still just too preoccupied with squishmallows, but like <laughs> If you if you are, you know, 
you've just stumbled into a bunch of money or you are just independently wealthy, please get this Waylord when it comes out and send us pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it. Uh, I, I can't wait. They they should send us to the place where the Whale Lords are being stored um, so we can make content based around that. That's, oh, that's yeah. my official pitch to the Pokemon company. Send many, me Megan, but not Jim. How many humans can you fit inside the Whale Lord plush? <laughs> <laughs> that is the YouTube video. That is the YouTube content that we would love to bring you. Yes. Yes. Well, um, I'm glad we got that PSA out of the way. Because, all right. Well, you wow. know, watch out if you live in a small town it could soon be populated by a whale lord but you did bring up something interesting that you know is a good segue to to our next news bit um Ooh. so eevee evolutions uh while they're not making any more life-size eevee evolutions yet they are adding another eevee evolution to pokemon unite Ooh, who is it it is umbreon umbreon is ah. coming to to Pokemon Unite, and uh, it is one of four Pokemon that has been leaked, uh, or kind of two of them. You can't really call two of them leaks because they're they're in the public test server. Um, right. But the other two are straight up leaks. Umbreon is one of the ones that leaks, along with Chandelure, which we've we've right. talked about. We wanted Chandelure to to be in there, so that's that's awesome. And they also have uh, Lapras and um, shoot, I'm forgetting uh, who the oh Goodra. Goodrow's oh. the other one uh, coming to Pokemon Unite. So it's it's a good... And the crazy thing is about the, the four of them is I believe three of them are classified as Defender Pokemon, which we, we haven't gotten defender, new Defenders in a hot minute. So, um, yeah. So I'm all for, I am all for game balance. I just sadly still don't really... Like, I like to watch Unite every once in a while. Mm -hmm. it, it has just gotten pretty repetitive. I will admit, at least as a viewer, yeah. uh, those those games just aren't my style. Uh, I know, obviously, they are for Jim, so we will get his opinion on this next week. Uh, but yeah, hey, I'm always here for more Eevee representation. Uh, so yeah, I'm 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 good with it. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, would it would it change your mind to find out that you can ride the Lapras in Pokemon Unite as a Pokemon? You yeah. can like carry your teammates around. <laughs> All right. Now that is pretty sweet. I will be totally honest, but I would like only be like, I would be like the taxi driver of the team. Yeah. That's how I wouldn't it wouldn't do how it anything works. like functional. I would just ferry people around. You it's unite move allows you to carry a teammate. It like speeds you up and you actually like, you know, like ride in like, you know, like the, the, the horsemen of the apocalypse only it's like a Machamp riding a law press. Uh, there's a lot of questions I have about that, but you know yeah. what? That's that's all right. You know what? It's okay. I do love me a Lapras. I mean that that's like one of the OG Pokemon that I I, I always loved. Mm -hmm. uh, so you know what? I'm here for the Lapras superiority showing up in Pokemon Unite. Uh, hopefully, when these all kind of come out, there'll be there'll be some interesting things to watch. But yeah. uh, currently, my Twitch is flooded with everything that is not Pokemon Unite. So, oh yeah, well, it's it's a weird time on Twitch right now. There's there's a game that we 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 shall not name uh, that that is uh, very popular on there. I've just uh, been watching people. I, if you have listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that I'm obsessed with Genshin Impact, and I've just been watching people pull all the characters that you know I wish I could pull, but sadly, I have terrible luck. How how's Genshin Impact doing right now? I mean, it's ridiculous. It's just passed like another billion dollar milestone. Uh, it's a uh, it's pretty wild. That's that is that is pretty pretty intense. Um, 
So let's see here. What, what else do we got? We, we've got a couple of big news stories coming up, but here's another small one before we dive into like big story number one. Uh, mm-hmm. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sprites leaked online. Uh, basically, these are like the, the Gen 9 sprites and the style of them. And so it includes a bunch of Pokemon that mm-hmm. won't be available in Scarlet and Violet, including like Mega Evolutions, uh, like the Primal Pokemon, uh, Eternal Flower, Floette, um, a bunch a bunch of people. And so people are like, oh, they're adding all these Pokemon. They're not. It's just that's how the Pokemon company operates. They mm-hmm. put these sprites in so that they can use them should the need arise, but they're not. So, you know, cool your jets on that. Uh, PSA on that. Nothing really else to report here. Uh, I'm just kind of like moving really quickly so we can talk about more fun stuff. And, uh, <laughs> you know, t- here here we go. Uh, Pokemon anime. Uh, the Squirtle Squad came back and it was truly an OG Pokemon reunion because it wasn't just Squirtle who made his reappearance. Bulbasaur and Charizard both uh, showed up this episode too. Yeah, Charizard kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, We had a good bit of Pokemon anime news this week. Uh, We'll get to the stuff about the new series in a second. But uh, as for Aim to be a Pokemon Master in Japan, we finally got the Squirtle Squad episode. Uh, It felt real good to have them back. It was just it just felt like a very chaotic episode, which is something that I really missed kind of about like the original like first two seasons of the the anime is like something it was just like super chaotic slice of life sometimes. Um, and so basically like we, we saw the Squirtle squad, they turned into like, basically like Tokatsatsu, like power Rangers at some <laughs> point, which I was living for. Uh, I am a, I am a big fan of any kind of like power Ranger, super Sentai homage. And so when the Squirtle squad was like, transforming and showing up in their costumes i was like yep nope this is yep this is what i like this is this is where i'm good um it just it just felt really good it felt good to see charizard again um ash it just like all of these episodes like i know as we came into aim to be a pokemon master as this being like ash's farewell season and kind of his like farewell tour basically we were mm-hmm. like oh all the episodes are going to be like huge kind of emotionally like um, invested like milestone pieces but that really hasn't been the case it's all it's been handled really like chill i would say it's it's been like a chill like nice little ride of like you know that just kind of gets the core of ash as a person rather than mm-hmm. like building him up as some sort of like monolithic trainer which he well, he is um but as this farewell tour has shown it's just been like really nice to just see him chill with all these pokemon it's just been so cool well, I think that the big thing about this season is I know the first episode kind of really sets up mm-hmm. kind of like what what the season is about. And I think people weren't expecting it like people people were expecting like, you know, like a kind of a more I, I don't know, like a, a different kind of capstone. But right. really, since, since the beginning of the, the series, you know, Ash has wanted to be a Pokemon master and Gary kind of asks the question what what is a pokemon master like you are now the top trainer in the pokemon universe does that make you a pokemon master and so it's ash really like you know because all the 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 common theme in all these episodes is you know ash's superpower is not his battle prowess Mm -hmm. or anything like that it's his empathy with pokemon and that's really what's being highlighted every single episode and you know i I, I think it's uh, yeah i think I think it's a really smart way of doing it because, mm-hmm. you know, 
instead of trying to, I, I, I think they found a very clever way of handling Ash's goodbye, which mm-hmm. is not like, oh, we need to send him off on one more adventure. You know, no, it is about, you know, kind of showcasing like the, the, the Ash that, you know, what, what makes Ash so special and what, why he has resonated so strongly with Pokemon fans over the past 25 years. And it is, mm-hmm. it is that, you know, uh, empathic capacity, um, which I, yeah. I just really enjoy. Oh, uh, yeah. so what, what's this? I, I didn't catch the other anime news. What What's the other anime bit? Yeah. So basically we got our first official synopsis for the new anime series. Uh, they confirmed that it'll be coming out April 14th is mm-hmm. in Japan. That's going to be the release date for uh, the 2023 Pokemon total reboot with Lyco and uh Roy, I believe, the, the, the two new lead characters. Um, and basically, the official synopsis just kind of says it is going to be the two of them traveling together. Uh, they will be traveling with the three Paldea uh, starters. Wait. Okay. Yes. Yes. They, were, they will be in Paldea. Um, and yeah, it, it's basically just confirming April's the go date. We got a new little, uh, you know, cover art, basically the two trainers and then like Sprigatito and everything. Um, Quaxley, Quicoco. Um, but yeah, so that was just kind of the update of them being like, here's the legitimate date that it's coming, April mm-hmm. 14th. Um, that's obviously going to be the date that it goes live in Japan. So we still don't have any full information about what that'll look like dubbed here in the United States because we're still finishing up kind of the Pokemon yeah, Journeys we'll, run. It'll um, be a few months. Yeah, it's going to, it'll be a hot minute. So just, you know, there's that. Uh, we still don't have any casting information, but we can look forward to um, an update on that. You know, as we keep saying, it's probably going to be around Pokemon Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably going to get, you know, more information on what casting or perhaps even, you know, a little clip or promo will look like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that was our kind of update we got. Uh, still don't have any major new character updates. I know we're all, you know, desperate to know about, you know, Lyco and if she is somehow related to Ash. Uh, they'll keep all of that close to chest until Aim to be a Pokemon Master has, you know, finished its run. Uh, but yeah, we do know April 14th is when it will be here. So you can put that on your calendars because that's going to be all over social media uh, once that goes live. I, I did see something about how this was going to be set in a all new Pokemon world. Do you think that the new Pokemon series is going to be like a separate continuity? Then, mm. uh, I then, see. Then the I'm very game? split on that. I think. I mean, if they're not going to have a tie between these characters and Ash, if they are really wanting to retire him, then absolutely, this needs to. I think it being in a new timeline, a new continuity is mm-hmm. is smart. It, it. I mean, it honestly, just gives them the entire blank page that they needed um, as kind of permission to move forward, especially depending on what these two trainers and what their goal could be. You know, they might not want to be Pokemon masters. They could be any number of things that they're, you know, adventuring to do. Um, I, I think, I think ultimately if they don't end up, you know, going with kind of a thing where, you know, these two characters are connected to Ash in some way, they Mm -hmm. are probably smarter to have a brand new universe. And plus then that opens the possibility for like, you know, crazy, like, 
Spider-Verse-esque Pokemon-verse when, when the <laughs> multiverse Ultra Bre- of madness situation. Yeah, the, the Ultra Beasts will break through the dimensional barrier and send Ash with them. Oh, I like, like we're joking, but that's 900%. Uh, yeah, I like, definitely like, will happen. Like, like, we're joking, but it's actually a very serious situation. Yeah. Those Ultra Beasts will be the connection. Because uh, they have already kind of set up a multiverse theory for the Pokemon yeah, yeah. Uh, franchise. So, like, I... If if that is really if they're really being serious about that tease, then yeah, I would be shocked, stunned, and surprised if this isn't a brand new continuity. Uh, we just don't have enough info to say that for certain. But I think that's going to be the smartest situation for this new 2023 reboot to do uh, if they're going to completely kind of separate these two leads from Ash. Yeah, no, it's 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 going to be interesting to see if this is like a direct continuation or if they just go and switch over um you know to entirely like because you know there's precedent for both mm-hmm. there really is you know because uh, all of the other kind of like anime things we've done i mean for crying out loud we have two versions of ash that run around in the, the, mm-hmm. the Pokemon. here's the other thing have we heard anything about any new pokemon movies because it's been like four years oh yeah it's been silent <laughs> we wow. we have heard that you know this was a couple years back that uh the pokemon company olm and the studios that it outsources to you know they were having you know some pretty severe animation crunch schedule crunching um mm-hmm. and as just kind of general background information for the anime you know industry in japan those studios are all booked up for years at least three to four years that they have projects planned through um they keep getting more orders it is uh it is it's a pretty hectic situation with the animation industry at least in japan in terms of you know what they're outputting and then what they need to outsource as like a consequence of that um so pokemon has had some admitted struggles with that um that's why we haven't heard much about a movie they're probably just doing their best to keep up demand with uh what's coming up with the new 2023 anime also i feel like if they're trying to let this aim to be a pokemon set aim to be a pokemon master series be like ash's farewell uh they're 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 probably wanting to put all of their focus on maybe doing a movie for these new two leads uh, which you know that movie wouldn't come around for a hot minute because they have to establish those characters first uh, with television. Um, I'm, I'm just curious on how all of this timing works out, especially because, you know, this 2023 reboot that's going to be starting in April, it's going to be focusing on the Paldea region. It's going to be focusing on these characters that, you know, uh, you know, people who play the video games we've known for a hot minute like yeah. they, they are not strangers to us in any ways pokemon scarlet and violet they have been out for months uh and you know at its core when you first kind of looked at anime especially with like Yu-Gi-Oh, pokemon stuff like that the anime was meant to be like a one hand in the other promotional tie-in uh but at this point, that window has kind of passed a little bit. I mean, Scarlet and Violet has already outsold. Like, it has sold so many copies. So the fact that this is kind of really marketing itself so far, this new series, as a, you know, specifically covering the Paldea region, specifically covering all of this, you know, whatever, uh, it's interesting to me because it feels like that PR marketing window has passed, except for the fact we still don't have kind of any updates on the DLC. Um, So that's really like where I see the most focus going to. Um, And then I guess we'll, we'll go like full into it for uh, 
whatever the next generation looks like for Pokemon games. Uh, but that's just, just been interesting to me, looking at the timing of like all this information has come out about Scarlet and Violet selling like crazy. And it's like, well, usually the anime is like hand in hand promoting that. But, you know, not the case this time. Well, we'll we'll find out more, I'm sure, in the, the next couple of weeks. So. Oh, absolutely. So we're going to go to commercial because we need to pay for the show. But we will be back in about 60 seconds. And we will talk about an intriguing rumor that came out of the Nintendo Direct. So stay tuned, everyone. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back. I paused for a brief moment because I expected Jim. I was just like expected Jim. We to were ready there. for a surprise Jim. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm doing the the lead and stuff today. So welcome back to a wild podcast has appeared. Uh, so yeah, this is the second half of our show, and we're going to talk about something that teases at a Pokemon Day announcement. We are in the slow days of Pokemon news. There's there's not a lot to talk about. Thank we're God. In the days where we talk about Waylord plushies and yeah. uh Pokemon Day theories. <laughs> yes, Pokemon Day. Th Thank God Ash is leaving the Pokemon anime or otherwise we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Um but there was something interesting that came out of the uh Nintendo Direct last week that could be teasing at an announcement the uh, a couple weeks later uh, a couple weeks from now. So Last week, the Nintendo Direct. First and foremost, Megan, what did you think about the Nintendo Direct? I thought it was really good. I really, I mean, it, it's really telling for the Switch as a, you know, console that this this uh, Direct was really kind of looking backwards rather mm -hmm. than forwards, except for everything we got about The Legend of Zelda. Um, I thought it was great. I'm really interested in seeing, you know, the Metroid Prime trilogy. I mean, well, not the trilogy, but the Metroid Prime remaster yeah, looks gorgeous i'm waiting to get the physical copy uh you know they had a couple other things scattered throughout that i'm definitely interested uh in obviously if you know me i mean like i'm the biggest legend of zelda fan like it is like my like if you could see this full room behind me i have like the traveler's <laughs> bow that was a geek thing for like whatever now it's like super rare like i have like all this stuff like i love yeah. zelda all my tattoos are zelda like i am so ready for tears of the kingdom uh that obviously was my highlight basically yeah. oh. me and my husband were sitting uh both working together and we were just like all right come on where is it at uh so that it was great i also to kind of loop back in to what we're talking about as a tease 
with the virtual console stuff. My favorite Zelda game is uh, handheld, at least, is Minish Cap. And so now that I can play it on my Nintendo Switch, I am a very happy person. <laughs> so I somehow never played Minish Cap. So <gasps> I, I, I have no. played almost every single Zelda game, but that one... That one is like, you know, I think that one and the Phantom Train, whatever that one was. Those Phantom are the Hourglass? Only yeah, that one. Oh, it's wow. so good. Yeah. I have played every Zelda game except the ones that are on CDI because like mm -hmm. I don't know myself. <laughs> like I played Zelda 2. <laughs> that was uh, fun. <gasps> so I'm, I'm really excited about Minish Cap. Like, and I think it's out now. Um, yes, I, it is. I've been uh, playing it. Well, I know that now. I know what I'm going to have to go and do. Um, it's, it's it is. It looks gorgeous. The, uh, the the virtual console, all the options that it offers for the Game Boy and the Game Boy Advance games that are emulated through the Switch on the online service. It's so good. And it's, it's not like junk. It's not junk like the when the N64 ones first came out. There was all sorts of oh yeah issues. No, right? they they brought out Zelda. They brought out some Yoshi. A lot of Mario games. Yeah. Uh, Tetris. I told my mom that Tetris is now available to play on my Switch, and she was like, mm, "Yes, I know what I will be doing when I come visit you now." <laughs> so, <laughs> love that. Uh, and they only announced one Pokemon game for. Ah, the that is true. Online. And that is uh, the Pokemon trading card game, uh, the love you know, it. which 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 will be fun. Like, you know, I love the original version of that. And, you oh, know, yeah, had had a blast playing through that, you know, and I always wish they would make more of those. Like, I get why not. You know, that's not really right. I, I say that, you know, the that they don't really do that with card games anymore. But, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! did that for years. They, they did that for like four years ago. So, you know, right. I, you know, they, they could absolutely do that. If they want to. Um, but uh, they they did not announce any other Pokemon games, and everyone was kind of like, "Huh, that that's kind of weird." Um, but you know, it it wouldn't you it it wouldn't be a surprise that they're holding that announcement back. But somebody noticed over on the Japanese YouTube page for Nintendo that they re-uploaded the Nintendo Switch Online video, uh, kind of like promoting the various features in the original Nintendo Switch Online. It showed off Pokemon Stadium. And it noted that Pokemon could not be transferred into Pokemon Stadium, which, you know, kind of makes sense. But I mean, mm -hmm. what what could you what 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 could you possibly transfer? I mean, you could use Pokemon Home, but, you know, Pokemon Home kind of goes and fuddles with stuff. And mm -hmm. there's been a lot of changes. The new version of the video removes that disclaimer, the no Pokemon transferred. Uh, which which leads people to wonder if we are going to get a yes, we are going to not only bring in the virtual console games from the 3DS, which was red, blue, yellow and gold, silver, crystal, mm -hmm. but also Ruby and Sapphire as well. Ruby, Ruby. I've made it clear that Ruby is my favorite game of the Pokemon. I mm, if they bring you, no one will hear from me like yeah. I'm gone. I'm out. <laughs> I've never played the original Ruby and Sapphire. Oh, the, that breaks the, my heart. Gosh. It, well, Ruby. I never, you know, I, I think I've told you the story before. Like when, yes. I, when I was like in high school, my dad told me that, you know, I uh, uh, would never get a girlfriend if I continued to play Pokemon. So I stopped playing Pokemon until uh, I actually got engaged to, well, not engaged. I started dating my, my, my wife. Mm -hmm. And she was like, "Yeah, I want to play the Pokemon games. I'm I'm going to buy a 3DS and buy 
Pokemon. Actually, I bought it at the 3DS. But, you know, we, we Your went... Your worldview and... opened. <laughs> yes, yes. And then I went back and I played all the games that were cross-compatible with the 3DS, which was, you know, uh, so I have a copy of Pokemon Platinum. I've, I've played Black and White and Black and White 2 and obviously XY and so mm. on and so forth. You know, the, the legend continues. Um, but, you know, r- the original Ruby and Sapphire, and I played Omega, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So, you know, it's basically yeah. the same. Yeah. You know, so, so I, I got the I got the Hoenn experience. It wasn't like Sinnoh. Um, well, actually, I, I played Platinum before, long before uh, they made the remakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Ruby and Sapphire, those are the only original Pokemon games I've never, never actually played. So I, I am kind of excited to see if they come I... out with them. Man, I loved Ruby. I really didn't care for Emerald. I was whatever with it. Uh, Sapphire was fine. I just love Groudon uh, and all the like secret base treehouse stuff that you could do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was my like legitimately for like a year of my life. My personality was like Pokemon Ruby. Well, they, it was they, that was about to say because that was the first game with online functionality, right? Because you could do could you go to other people's secret bases? I know you could do that in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I can't. I never did. If okay. that was the case, I did not have a lot of friends growing up, oh, yeah. you know, because people would say, Oh, Megan, you're too old to be playing Pokemon. Or like, I remember one time I wore like this really like stupid Star Trek shirt to school before it was like, Oh, cool to be like a nerd or whatever. And my yeah, mom yeah. was like, Megan, no one's going to talk to you. And I was like, good. I don't like people at my school. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's, you know, it's changed now. I'm better. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I've embraced humanity, uh, but Pokemon Ruby, I as soon as they said that Game Boy Advance was be like a virtual console, I was like, all right, they're not going to announce it here. But if they do not bring Pokemon Ruby, if they don't announce that at Pokemon Day, that's like my number one ask. I want to play. I want to be able to play Ruby on my Switch. I I think I think that it's coming. Um, and I I and you know everyone kind of has assumed that it was coming mm-hmm. for years. And Nintendo has this like really obnoxious tendency to have games like fully ready to go and then mm-hmm. wait to like do something with them for, for a long, long time. Like apparently mm-hmm. like for instance, Metroid prime, the remaster that mm-hmm. game allegedly has been done for over a year. Uh, Fire emblem engage has, was originally made to celebrate fire emblems anniversary last year. <laughs> um, and it is I don't know such... if they were trying not to step on three houses, but like come on. <laughs> and it was it's so obvious if you play through Fire Emblem Engage that it is very much a celebration of the entire franchise. Oh, incredibly. Uh, so. And it's and so like the, it's throwbacks galore. Yeah, oh yeah. It's just like the most like throwbacky game like ever. You want to um, talk and... nostalgia. Yeah, it, it, I mean it's great. It's 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 a great game, but it's like it cracks me up. So like you know, they almost certainly have like the virtual console, like the Pokemon virtual console games, all ready to go. Oh, they've had them, uh, and and they've they probably don't even need. To, they probably don't even need to do anything with like Pokemon Home. Mm, you know, yeah. like with the virtual console, there was like you know uh, for the 3ds, there was the whole complicated. You had to switch it to the bank yeah. and bounce it forward, and they probably you know just can pull the trigger and boom, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's ready to go. Well, the thing that's frustrated me is because you know I you know I also have a Wii U, um, mm-hmm. and we know that the eShops are closing down imminently <laughs> for yeah. the 3ds and the Wii U. And recently I made sure that I had all of the Pokemon like download only content for the Wii U. Cause they have all the, like, like the Ranger games, like the mystery dungeon games, mm-hmm. they have like all those games on there, which are all, you know, digital access. And I'm like, I, 
I love my Wii U, don't get me wrong. Uh, but like, I just wish I could have them on my Switch rather than like be able to like, like they have uh, already have like the old Pokemon Snap, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, they're sitting on those virtual handheld consoles. They have to be. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine a world in which that's not the case, that they don't have silver, gold, red, blue, yellow, even, you know, ruby, sapphire, red. Hey. The the one thing that I'm wondering about, okay, so we, we have the N64, we, we, mm-hmm. we've gotten the N64 emulator, now we have the Game Boy Advance emulator. Mm-hmm. I am kind of curious if they have like the, like the DS emulator and mm-hmm. the GameCube emulator, like ready to go, and they're just like holding it back. I think that might be like the last, one of the last things they do for the Switch, honestly. Like yeah. before, they, before they announce whatever the Switch Pro or whatever, if it's a new tier console entirely for Nintendo. I think that's probably going to be one of the last things they do. Um, I mean, we're, we're, we're getting up there. We are definitely getting to that point. I mean, we've been at that point a little bit with this console, but the switch is still selling like hotcakes. So like, mm-hmm. you know, what's the point? Um, I think we're, we are absolutely getting to that point. I'm here for literally whatever. Uh, nothing would make me happier than them releasing the, fr- <laughs> I mean, we've, I've asked for this for years, but just give me the like HD remasters of Wind Waker <laughs> and Twilight Princess I, on the Switch. I have them on my Wii U. Yeah. I just need them literally everywhere. Uh, I would love to replay Wind Waker. Oh man, I, I love that game. I think I, I replay Wind Waker at least once a year. Yeah. I've never I never got the chance to play the HD remaster though. I only mm-hmm. recently got a Wii U with my husband, so I finally got that. Now I'm I'm trying to play it really quickly because I also am going to replay Breath of the Wild again all hoping before tears of the kingdom comes out so that is that's my dream i i want i don't think you understand christian (laughs) oh i i mean i uh, like i said i i i am i'm super excited i mean like i said we not to turn this into a wild zelda has appeared or anything like that but oh jim's not here jim is the jim is the one of the three of us who dislikes zelda yeah that's right come listen to my ted talk about why pokemon fans should also play zelda (laughs) Well, you know, so here's here's the thing. So, you know, spoilers, not not really spoilers for Tears of the Kingdom, but allegedly those weirdo like cars and stuff that you uh, you saw in the trailer, you build those mm-hmm. in the game. Like, yeah, you know, so you like you, you have that's, them finding motors and stuff like in the sky islands, which is awesome. I love crafting mechanics. Uh, I would love a better crafting mechanic system one day in a Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. I like that's what I really thought was cool about Arceus. And I thought was a missed opportunity is I wanted more like crafting. Yeah. Um, not that, I, you know, Pokemon like that you needs to do like Minecraft. In- I, I like that you could do like instant crafting in Arceus and stuff. like Yeah. That. Like, what, what we had was cool. They just didn't use it enough. Like there, Correct. there weren't like enough ways to like, manipulate like you know craft something use it in battle and like manipulate like yeah you had like you know mm-hmm. like the ball you know obviously you could make pokeballs and there were like right. a limited number of like objects that you could use to distract or something like that right. but like i i would love like if you could like okay like you know here's this legendary pokemon but if you and you, you know they because they did like oh here's the incense bags throw and weaken it like mm-hmm. i would love if there was like a way that you could like sneak up on some of like the legendary pokemon that are in the post game or some of the, um, you know, stuff like with some of those like incense bags and throw it yeah. to like weaken, you know, the Pokemon beforehand. Like, or like, right. okay, if you manage to go and hit it with like a couple of bags, that will increase your catch rate or something like that. Like, right. I think that would be a lot cooler 
you know, they, they, they it was one of those things where it was a, a really neat idea, but they didn't really think big enough. Um, right. But we'll, we'll see. It, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it'll be, it'll be very interesting to see what we get in just two Mondays. We only have one more episode before the, the that is, uh, correct with. Yeah. And then it's four more until 200. Oh man, what we we are we are we are, we are we're veterans at this man. We've been oh, here. We, we've been in the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so crazy to think about that. This podcast is is going to be like four years old this year. Just oh man, and to think of how much Pokemon has changed in that in just the oh four it years. has. We'll get into that as a kind of in depth talk it topic for episode two hundred in between us trying to give away. Uh, a very, 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 very <laughs> awesome card, which we've talked about ad nauseum. Uh, but yeah, it's it's crazy to see how Pokemon has changed. Uh, I'm just I I'm I'm excited to see what they'll announce just for Pokemon Day. Yeah, uh, between the new too. anime, the Ash is leaving. We're getting all new forms of games. Apparently, we're starting to get some work on Pokemon Sleep. Like, come on, yeah, it's gonna be come great. On, it is going to be great. So we'll talk more about the Pokemon Direct next week. So let's uh, let's go and wrap things up. We'll do our Pokefact of the week, which, you know, speaking, kind of tying into what we start talking about, about uh, the Smash Brothers reference at the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. You this know, has been a video game episode, guys. It's it, fine. It has been, but it all comes around. Did you know that there are, uh, in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, there are a number of unused character files for, you know, probably preliminary Pokemon that they were going to use and then they dropped. One of those seems to indicate that Plusle and Minin were originally intended to be a character, a playable character in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, similar to how the Ice Climbers were. Oh, similar to the Ice Climbers. Man, that's been so cool. I love the dynamic of Ice Climbers, but like they're just kind of like an island onto themselves. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah, the ice climbers are such a cool like individual mechanic and yeah. that that would have been a really neat one like plus all mine and you know like where they 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 kind of like charge each other up. Like that would be really yeah. really interesting. Like in like their electricity could have like different effects on a character if you hit with mine and versus plus. That's really man, that's upsetting. Yeah, yeah. So that what that I was going to, you know, the the original poke fact of the week was basically like Plusle and Minin. If you get shocked by both of them at the same time, apparently that improves your health. But the Super Smash Brothers Brawl poke fact is far more interesting, and like it's just like a really cool tease of what could have been, you know? Yeah, like because those duo care. I mean, uh, the the mechanic of like the duo characters, like with the ice climbers, is definitely not well used i yeah like i i would want to see more of that like you have so many like very similar clone copy characters in that game like chic and zero suit samus like you look at those two like i can interchange my play style between them very easily um i would have i would have really liked to have seen plus one my especially as like a playable character rather than like a trainer used character that would have been really cool that that would have been really cool. So anyway, so that's our poke fact of the week. We almost got another Pokemon playable character in the Smash Brothers series. That would have been uh, how many is that? That Mewtwo. That, that's here. There's Mario. there's there's Pikachu, Pichu, Mewtwo. Those were in super, you know, the original yeah. uh, ones. Uh, Lucario got added in. 
Mm-hmm. Um, then we had the, Incineroar. Incineroar. We had Pokemon Trainer, which Trainer is with you three. Know, three. Jigglypuff. Oh yeah, Jigglypuff. Yeah, I totally forgot about Jigglypuff. It's because um, Jigglypuff just annoyed the crap out of me when I would play Super Smash Bros. Because I would just always get put to sleep. Yeah, and that was it for me. That's all the time it took for my friends or family to just like take me out. <laughs> yeah, that that the the sleep mechanic in in that is so devastating. In um, you know, like because what what I would always try to do with Jigglypuff is time my sleep attack to hit somebody as like an environmental hazard was coming. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, would you like to get out of the way? Out of like, I don't know, like you know, like Dialga blasting the stage. No, you're falling asleep. Boom, peace. Yeah, you're you're um, going to sleep. Yeah, I and was Ninja. Really we forgot about any... Ninja. Yeah, I was never really good with any of the Pokemon. I was okay with Mewtwo when I would play. My, I mean, as I've said, this shouldn't be a surprise. Zelda was, like, as a Zelda fan, I always played Sheik because I yeah. really loved having that, like, speed and maneuverability on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I always, I just love watching people play Smash and seeing, like, how creative they can be with characters. But I, I always, so, you know, I'm, I actually, like, I tend to, like, main, like, different characters with swords so i i've always been a roy a roy main that's yeah that's so that was been. that was my brother and yeah, it was I, just him and marth and it would I, make I'm me so mad <laughs> i'm borderline like unbeatable with roy like, <laughs> like, like not not to toot on my own horn but like you know like well i've told the story before on here about how like oh yeah every once in a while like the neighborhood kids would come over and like challenge me to super smash brothers i just smack them around all day long like you know and it's nice just because like i'm just like okay you know uh, here's the thing, guys. I'm just going to sit over here on this corner of the stage and we're going to play a game. It's going to be, can you somehow dodge my attack uh, when you come up to me? Uh, or can I get off my attack before uh, and send you flying? And it's just like, it's just a beatdown. Like, I'm just smacking people with swords and, you know, like <laughs> there's just so many ways I can just brutalize people with Roy. It's it's great. Um I'm trying to think like more recent like characters that I've liked. I like playing as Meta Knight. Um, I really do like uh, Pikachu. I was actually always really pretty good at Pikachu. Pikachu. I can little- never do its like agility, right? Like how yeah. it like save itself from a fall. My uh, my husband is a Bowser main. That is his like oh. invincible character. Yeah, but his best friend is I in- invincible when he plays the villager. Man, from Animal Crossing, I, I was terrible. I'm terrible. Oh, he is a monster. I've never been viscerally scared of an Animal Crossing character until I played Smash with this man. Just, like he just, he'll just dig that tree up and he will send you flying. Uh, that's the thing. It's like I know, I know it's like a zone thing. Like you know, oh. to 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 you know, to beat him. And it's just, oh, I'm terrible at those. It's like, it's kind of like with Lucas and Ness. Like I was, oh, yeah. I was always like pretty mediocre with those two. Um, but man, like I would see people like play as Ness and like, like Ness was like seeing somebody like in tournaments, like show up as Ness. And I was like, I am not going to have a good time here. I, like, <laughs> I'm about I, to have a distinctly bad day now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, even if I win, I feel like I'm about to lose because this right. is going to be so stressful. It's such a demoralizing moment. <laughs> yeah. it's Oh man. I, I could just tell you like that, like most of my losses when I was like in like the, I didn't play competitive. Like, you know, it was never like so high to be like competitive, but I played when I was in college, uh, like the, the school would do tournaments and I mm-hmm. was, I could, was always good enough 
to like, you know, make it to the finals or the semifinals or something like that. And oh man, like Ness, Ness was always like the one, like everybody else is like, I, I can take them. I can take them. But, but Ness was Ness. your mortal foe. Freaking Ness. Oh, man. Well, hey, so, maybe if we had gotten plus alone mine and we would have had another main, but sadly, no, sadly, Sakurai did not make that happen for us. It's okay. Oof. We love him anyways. Well, a man and, is stressed enough. <laughs> man, we somehow we somehow turned that like, oh, here's our one minute final segment into a ten minute final segment. Yeah. Well, um, hey, now everyone who's listening to this knows uh, how to get us in Smash, and that's play yeah, Ness. Play Be Ness. real good at Ness. <laughs> oh. uh, so, if you like this podcast and the many tangents it contains, uh, the best way that you can support the show is by leaving five star reviews. Uh, also, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your Pokemon people in your life about us because all of that, uh, you know, it, it triggers the grand algorithm. And, you know, makes us show up higher in search results and all that sort of stuff. And it works. It really does. Like, you know, we have really noticed a, a distinct improvement uh, over the past year, you know, as more five-star reviews have come in. So thank you very much to anyone who has left five-star reviews. And if you haven't, go ahead and do that now. Because not only does it help us out, you get a cool sticker. That's right, a cool sticker. And they are arriving to people. We had people in the comments. Go and talk about it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. What other business does Jim usually handle? New episodes appear on Monday. If you're listening to us, you can follow us live at uh, noon Eastern time on twitch.tv slash comic book. Um, but that's about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow us on the Twitters, uh, Megan Peters is at Megan Peters CB. Uh, I'm at Seahoffer Seabus. And Jim Viscardi is, you know, he's, he's at Jim Viscardi. Um, it's pretty easy form. to find. Yeah, just but, like you know, Google, we, we just like s Twitter search Jim Geodude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you will, you will. Um, and that, and of course, and also Pokemon Pod CB. That's where we put up all the Pokemon news over the course of the week. Um, so yeah, so until next time, we are two weeks away until Pokemon Day. As soon as we know what our Pokemon Day plans are, we will let you know on the Twitters. And wherever we'll you, know. it'll all yeah, be. yeah, we'll 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 reveal it together. Me and Megan will find <laughs> out literally simultaneously as you do. Yes. Um, so uh, until next time, thank you once again so much for listening, and uh, go forth and catch the Pokemon.